Blog Talk Radio.
from uh, Blog Talk Radio, please mute your phone until we are we open up the lines for you to speak later on in the service before it ends. Okay, I've already prayed and asked God to give us ears to hear, eyes to see, and a heart to receive. And I'm asking God now to even give us a mind to be steadfast and set on him. Um, tonight I want to talk about uh, boomerang. I, I, I re- this week, last weekend, uh, me and my sister we traveled and went to a family reunion. It was our 61st Seabury family reunion, and a lot of people didn't um, uh, have a chance to come because of the COVID. Uh, because of financial, you know, uh, a lot of us are older now. We are um, on fixed income or whatever the situation may be. They didn't want to take a chance on catching COVID because we know that that's the pandemic times we are living in. And um, some of us came that haven't been there in a family unit in quite a while. I'm one of them, you know. So I'm, I'm talking about me what God revealed to me. And to see certain family members, it was just a chance that I got a chance to hear something, receive something, and be told something, okay? Um, I'm going to start off with saying this, and I'm, I'm going to see how the rest of it is going to fit in. Um, a lot of times we do things, and we're not really for sure of what we're doing or why we're doing it or why we did it, okay? Um, <clears throat> for example, I was saying, I was asking God to speak to my heart and speak to me and kind of help me deal with a situation because I had said something to a cousin of mine. I, I know he's looking in and he's probably going to say, let it go, let it go. I, I let it go, but the fact is that as we were talking and I hadn't seen him now, here I am in my early, mid-60s. He's in his late 50s. And he said I said something to him when we were children. Now, he had to be a, probably about seven, eight, maybe even nine. When I was a teenager or a preteen, one of them. But just imagine, this set in his spirit for over 50 years. 50 years. As we was talking, he was smiling. He asked, uh, he smiles a lot. You so it's hard to tell when he's angry because he smiles. And when we were kids he was such a cute little boy. He's a handsome young man now that he, you know, we're grown. He uh, <laughs> he has what they call Chinese eyes. He has tight eyes. Anyway, I'm not gonna say the name. I mean say his name <clears throat> because I wanna protect the innocent. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you what I did. We was talking, and he looked at me, he said, you're the one that made fun of me when we were kids. I was drinking water out of water fountain, you said. Look how he's drinking that water. He's drinking it like a fish. And everybody laughed. And I said, oh, my God. And he told me how I heard his feelings. Now, even though he said he got over it and passed it, it bothered me so that, how they say, be careful what you say to people because you never know how it affects them, or if you'll ever get a chance to correct it. So that's what I mean by a boomerang. Because this thing affected him so, and he wanted to get with his family, God had touched my heart to go to the family reunion with my sister, and I got a chance to rekindle or reconnect with this family member that reminded me of something I said to him 50 years ago, even though 
it hurt his feelings then. He said he got over it and he was able to deal with it. But it bothered me so bad, I have to say it again, that it brought tears to my eyes because I said, how much damage could I have or did I do? See, I don't want to tell nobody else's story. I want to tell my story, how God would take a situation and let it turn around with what the enemy meant for evil, God used it for his good. But because of this situation, it has brought me and this cousin close together. He called me the other day and we talked, we laughed. I, I didn't call him back yet because I was getting ready for tonight and I wanted to make sure that I apologize on the World Wide Web to him again that he carried this thing in him for 50 years. and But he wanted to tell me he, he loved me. He still considered me as a close cousin, but it doesn't bother him anymore. But how many of us have said things to people that we have not apologized for, will never get a chance to apologize for, or haven't even thought about it, or even told the person that they hurt your feelings? Mm. Now, just thinking at that family reunion, he had been sitting off to the side, keeping this information to himself, and just looking at me like, mm-hmm, that's a, yeah. Mm. I remember she said this. I remember she said that. I, I ain't trying to hear nothing she got to say, and I don't want to hear nothing she got to say. Now, just think if that was his attitude, and he never opened his mouth. See, a lot of times, we have to open our mouth because the Bible says if you have an art with someone, take it to them. As Minister Margot said, negative words can stay in your memory. Yes, it stays in our memories because what he, when he said it in my mind, mm, I hope y'all got to hear me, in my mind I went back saying that. I could see that little boy drinking that water, and I could see me being me. Saying something smart just to get a laugh, to make people laugh. Not thinking about I'm hurting somebody's feelings. Because it was all about getting a laugh. But at someone else's expense. But see, the like again, like I say, the boomerang, what the enemy meant for evil, God used it for his good. Because now me and this young man can sit back and laugh and talk. And he heard it from me out of my mouth. I'm so very sorry. Please forgive me. Hey, Deborah, thank you for joining in. Please forgive me for saying that to you. But I thank God it was a situation where it turned out to be a blessing. It turned out to be a message. It turned out to be an eye-opening experience for me because now I can stay on the World Wide Web as well as blog talk. If I have any family members, friends, or just associates that I've said anything to you that have irritated you, upset you, set you off, or <clears throat> what other words can I use? Uh, but I'm going to use it as, as a Christian, uh, made you mad, T-O'd you, T-O'd you, or just whatever old you. Please say something to me because I may not even be aware that I did it, or I may have forgot. I'm just being honest. I want to say I'm sorry. Not just on Facebook or blog talk. I want to say it to you. I want to ask you, please forgive me. Uh, because, see, I don't want no animosity between us no more. It's time for, you know, you throw a boomerang out, it comes back. Now, I hope you're looking for it because when it comes back, you better be paying attention because you don't want it to hit you in the back of the head. You don't want it to hit you in the throat or the chest or wherever. You want to be prepared for when this come around. So even if you have to inbox me or you want to just call me if you have my number and say, Renee, you did this to me 40 years ago. Because I just told you what a cousin told me that I did to him over 50 years ago. And he still remembered it. He didn't say, I remember when you all used to come to our state and we used to 
hang out and have fun and play it. He told me that I made fun of him. Could you imagine what that young man thought about me over the years? I could. I have. I've been a little upset because hmm, I've been living in his heart and in his mind all these years but negatively. If it wasn't for the God in him that taught him how to love me and get over it and let it go, it could have turned out another kind of way. Y'all better hear me. See, I remember I was talking to God, and I said, God, when the devil means something for evil, I thank you for using it for your good. For example, I was reading in the Bible because I asked a question to God. I said, God, this reminds me of when Abraham lied and said Sarah was his sister, but she was kind of like his sister, but uh, they had different, uh, what, mothers but the same father or someone. I got to go back and read that and get it right. But he said she was his sister instead of his wife because he was scared to tell the truth because he didn't know what would happen. But then God came in and said something to, I think his name was Amalek, and don't touch her. That's another man. That's his wife, not his sister. But then he wanted to know, why did you say this to me? Why did you tell me something that wasn't true? And then because of a bloodline, not only did Abraham say it, but his son Isaac lied and said his wife Rebecca was his sister. See, you have to be careful And what happens, because it comes back around. Abraham told it, and then his son told it. Mm. Regardless what the the reason or the way was, but it happened. When I think about how much God loved Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when Daniel decided he was going to go against the degree and he was going to pray to God anyway, his so-called, the other little, uh, I want to say, fake news leaders call itself setting them up. And they knew the king was crazy about Daniel. He was very fond of Daniel. They set him up to say if somebody do this, do that, they would be thrown in jail. But anyway, they, Daniel did it, and they, the king said, you know, he was upset because they tricked him. He still had to keep his word because he was being judged by the people, and he said to Daniel, may your God save you. Not only did God save Daniel, but he put an angel in the den with Daniel to keep the lion's calm. Ah. See, that was that's a boomerang. That's the love of God coming back on you because he stayed faithful to his prayer life with God. He stayed faithful being a servant to God. Mm-hmm. And because Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, I will not bow down and worship you. The only person I'm going to bend my knees for and worship is the almighty God. Mm. See, you you all have to understand, when they threaten them with the fire, make it hotter. Make it hotter. Oh, make it hotter. It ain't hot enough. Not only did, when they went into the fire, they put three in, but they saw four. Mm. You got to know when God's love is so precious, when you stay faithful to him, his love will come back on you. See, I I, I believe what God told me when I was a child. See, he showed me something that was going to happen in my life when my hair would become salt and pepper. Y'all, let me move this head back. I want y'all to see my hair is salt and pepper. See, so I know God is true to his word. So I believe God for my boomerang experience that's going to come into my life. Mm. I believe God for the boomerang experience that he said would happen in my family, my bloodline. You know, we got to get excited about being faithful to God. Because when you're being faithful to God, God will put out there 
information for you right here. These are my little notes. God will put out a little information for you, and all you got to do is read it for yourself. You know, like uh, I've got the different names of God. The first thing I pull out my Bible, I didn't look for it. I didn't, I forgot I had put it in there. Mm, God, Elion, that's in the book of Daniel, the Most High God. Yeah, it's Jehovah Nisi. We know he's the, the Lord of our banner. Jehovah Rapha, uh, our shepherd. Mm. Ooh, my Lord. When you keep looking at all his names and you keep saying stuff like Jehovah, uh, what you know, you got to know that uh, being Jehovah is just like you said, okay, this is, we could call him L-O-M, we could call him Jehovah, we could call him I am that I am, we could call him Almighty, we could call him the Rose of Sharon, we could call him my everything, we could call him the uh, my sun in the sky, we could call him El, uh, El Bethel, we could call him, uh, I, I mean, it's just, so much. Elder, um, Minister Margo said we must believe God is with us through every test and trial. We have to. We have to. Because, see, once we get into a place in our mind, in our heart, in our life, once we get into a place, see, it's sad that a lot of us only want to talk to God when we get into a place. Ugh. I know you heard me say it a couple of times. Once we get into a place, that's when we want to talk to God. See, we don't want to talk to God when um, everything is okay. You know, uh, some of us wake up in the morning and say, God, I thank you. I've learned that every morning I have to wake up saying, Lord, I thank you for another day. God, I thank you for everything you're doing, everything you're going to do. See, we got to ask God to bless us when we get out the bed. See, some of us don't realize what's on the floor. We could step on something and fall, or maybe something fell at night that can break our foot, or we can something to go through our foot. We got to be to a point that we got to thank God for even allowing us to go to the bathroom. Huh? See, I got an auntie stays in California, and... uh She's in her eighth, and she's so used to doing for herself that now she has to. Uh, she's been put in a nursing home, and this is one of my father's sisters. We only have two still um, alive, and he have a, a brother. One brother still alive, and I mean, my father's sisters and brothers. They was in the teens. I think it was fifteen of them. But there's only two, uh, three left, and they all stay in Los Angeles, California. But this auntie is um, in a nursing home, and she had been on my mind for the last three days. And Stan is always telling me, when you think about somebody and say you're going to do something, do it then and stop procrastinating. Mm. I don't think y'all do that, but sometimes I Say I'm gonna call somebody, and I said, "No, I'll call them late. They probably busy." But he told me to stop procrastinating, so I said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I need to call and check on my auntie." So when I called to check on, and I heard a voice, automatically I said, "Something ain't right," because see, the voice I heard was not. She got a, a powerful authority voice, but the voice I heard was not like that. The voice I heard was more like, yeah. And I said, what's going on, Auntie? And I had my sister on the phone with me. We called to check on her. She said, um, well, they had to put me in a, a home, a rehabilitation home. And my heart immediately dropped because I said to myself, oh, my God, I know She's not taking that well because she's so used to taking care of herself. And 
she was down and she really didn't um, sound herself like herself. She just, y'all know when you used to take care of yourself and when you get to the point and place in your life that you can't, you begin to feel a certain way. And prior to that, a couple of months ago, she had said to me and my sister, she said, I was just sitting here thinking, is it worth it? You know, I can't do this and I can't do that. And we started telling her how much we loved her and how much we appreciate her. And we started having memories with her. And she went from, uh, I don't know, to, she said, I know y'all love me. I know y'all love me. The, the stress came in her voice and the, the, the power of love, it's like a boomerang. It snapped her back because she began to receive what we were saying because we were talking about how much we loved her, how much we appreciated her, and, 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 and how much we needed her, what she meant to us. And she needed to hear that because, see, she in California, and I'm here in Chicago, and my sister's in another state. She didn't think nobody was thinking about her. She didn't think she mattered anymore. Yeah, 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 she got children, but see, that's another story. I'm going to tell you about my story, okay? I told you I'm telling you about me, okay? So just listening to her, and we began to reassure her how important she is. And we made her promise that we would call her every week and not every week, every other week. So we've been keeping our word to her. So, like I said, when we, I, we talked to her the other day, and um, she was talking about being put away in this place, and she can't walk and she can't do this. Now, we were, I want to tell you all, this is the auntie that fly anywhere, all over the world. She go wherever she want, when she want, and stay as long as she want. She just, she she moves around. She wasn't no sit-at-home mom and Baked. Now, I ain't saying she didn't cook. She did that for her children when they were children. She raised her kids. But when she got older, even in her 60s and 70s, this woman moved around better than the average 20-year-old. Mm. Y'all ain't hear me right there. Better than the average 20-year-old. If her husband be in the situation she in now, when we talked to her the other night, we we heard the happiness come in her voice, and we heard the... Uh, Excitement coming her voice. Now I knew my auntie was excited about hearing from someone because see, every time I talked to my auntie, I had to call her. Not that it bothered me, but I think it was because she wanted to see if we was just calling her or we was calling to build her up because we was asking for something. But see, all we wanted from her is her love. We don't. We didn't need nothing from her. You know what I'm saying? So when she got off the phone. She said, I'm going to call you back. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. My auntie called me. So I, I, I talked to her yesterday, and, and she felt so good about talking, and she talked with me with another cousin of ours, our first cousin that's um, her niece also. Her name's Diane. She was very excited to hear her voice. And, you know, I told her, I said, auntie, I'm going to keep in touch with you even the more because, see, I had to really come back to myself. See, the boomerang had to hit me again that when people get point in life where they have to depend on somebody else to take care of them, hey, you have to pick up the phone. My, my cousin, Minister Margot, is on the line on Facebook looking in. The way she keeps up with our Aunt Catherine. See, we all have a that one that look forward to us. I'm not saying favorite, but see, sometimes you have a better relationship with certain ones, how they say, because they get you. <laughs> they understand you. They get you. And see, my auntie in California, I get her. She gets me. See, it was one time in our life, me and my auntie always had words, you know, because she always wanted to correct me on stuff, and I used to tell her, Auntie, you talking about stuff happened in the 50s. I'm talking about in the 60s. And she said, oh, 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 you're right. We better leave that alone. But we learned how to talk to each other. That's why I say she gets me and I get her. It's a boomerang. When you sit back and you say, okay, when I tell God, if you send me, I'll go. If you tell me, I'll say it. 
And then we can go back and say, God, now you're going to have to help me with saying this because sometimes we, we can say get nervous or get scared or get apprehensive. We got to know that when we tell God something and we keep our vow to him, what do he say? It's best to never have made a vow than make a vow and break it. Uh, some of us still apologize for vows we made yesterday, so many yesterdays ago. We still apologize to whoever we made it to, or we're still asking God for forgiveness. And, and I'm just saying this to say this. When you tell God something, and when God show you something, believe once you repent, God's love, forgiveness, and kindness, and mercy, and grace comes back to you. Another good uh, parable in the Bible. Um, Samson was born of certain type of Nazarene, right? Long as he didn't shave his head, drink strong drink, or touch anything dead, he was his vow. But we being we, or should we say me being me, or him being him, his uh, appetite decided to change. After a while, he no longer wanted to be God's chosen. Mm. See. And I don't have to tell you the story. If you don't know it, read it in the book of Judges. But I'm going to tell you some of it. He uh, went away from his appointment, from his destiny, from his vow. And he got with somebody named Delilah. Mm-hmm. Delilah. Delilah. Mm-hmm. Delilah. And she played that part like we play when you want something from somebody real bad. You could call it a sugar daddy. Mm. Uh, we grown now. We're we going we gonna to talk for real. We can call him a sugar daddy, a trick daddy, a sugar mama, your bed, or whatever you want to call it. When you want something, you act a certain kind of way. You talk a certain kind of way. You do things a little extra kind of way. How you, uh, what was that? Kmart Adventure used to have that blue light special. You give up a blue light special kind of way. Because you want something. So she played a part. And each time she played a part, he lied. And, Samson, you don't love me. You didn't tell me the truth. And I put the ropes on you and I did this. And you didn't. Nothing. You changed. And you stayed the same. And after a while, he just said, woman, woman, whatever. I never had my hair cut, I never did this, I never did that. If a razor touched my head, I become just like anybody else. So I guess when she looked at him, see, this is me, because I, I'm, I'm looking in the Word, because I'm asking God to make the Word come alive to me. So I got, I'm looking at her talking to him, and my mind, see, when she looked in his eyes and listened to the tone of his voice, she said, hmm. I think he didn't told me the truth. And then they snuck in, the Philistines stuck in and cut his hair. And when he cut his hair, what she say? Samson, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. You know, and she didn't holler out like somebody broke in the house and the ABT was going off. She Samson, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. Ooh, wake up, I'm scared. You know, this just me. That's my way of telling it. And, um, when he woke up, his hair was cut. He had no strength. So not only did they grab him and bind him, they put his eyes out. Now, when he was 
through in prison where they took him to, his hair grew back naturally. Hmm. Not because he had a silk front, lace front, a sew in, a glue in, a, uh, as I call it, a portable. It grew back like it did from natural growth. But just because his hair grew back, his strength didn't come back. Well, they put his eyes out so we know the sight didn't come back. And when he was laying there, and, and, and the story, if you look at the movie, it shows how she kept coming back, and all of a sudden she realized that she truly loved him. But anyway, when Samson repented, mm. see, that's the part we have to get. When Samson repented and asked God to forgive him and to restore him of what he gave up. Uh, see, at one time he stopped loving being God's chosen vessel. Mm. At one time he stopped wanting to be God's chosen vessel. See, at one time it was all about him and them that him wanted to be with. Uh, you know, like that. He didn't want to go downstairs for the cookies. So that's another story. But what he did was repent. See, when you repent and you give your heart back to God, that's when God can restore you his mercy. Because mm. they knew every morning. That's when God can restore his grace. We're living in the time of grace. That's when God can restore his love back to you because God is love. We were made because he loved us so much. He loved us so much that he gave us his only begotten son. That's how much he loved us. That's how much he loved us, how much he loves you that when you come back to your right mind, I don't say other mind, you've been in your other mind too long. When you come back in your right mind and you repent and say, God, forgive me. Uh, I'm not going to say I didn't know what I was doing, but God, forgive me for walking away. Forgive me for backsliding. Forgive me for just saying I could do this. Thank you for how far you took me, but I think I could drive by myself. You know how when you were a kid and you was riding on your bike? Either they was holding you up or they had the trainer wheels. But after a while, you said, I don't need you to hold me no more. You can take these trainer wheels off because I think I got it right here. See, when we get to a point where we feel that we don't need God no more, huh? we say we got it right here. But I tell you, people of God, I tell you the saints and the ain'ts and those that want to be, until we come back and repent wholeheartedly. Until we come back and we repent for real. Mm. Until we come back and we say, God, I can't do nothing without you. All things are possible through you and with you, God. Without you, God, I ain't nothing but a mess in the middle of a mess. Keeping up with a mess because all I'm looking for is a whole bunch of mess. Because that's what I'm calling. We have to get to a place where we have to daily repent. The word tells us to repent daily. It tells us because daily this flesh will get out of control. I I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe y'all don't. But see, on a daily basis, I catch myself about to, sent to, or gone to, uh, almost, or just said something, I said, oh, Lord, get a hold of this here and this here. This top and bottom slip here right here. Just say my top flow keep opening up from my bottom flow and the elevator. Mm-mm. We have to repent daily because if we don't, we get out of control because this flush ain't no joke. But to love God for real, to love God enough that I say, God, I am so glad that you sent my cousin 
to the family union. I mean, there was others there. I was glad to see them, but see, they didn't say nothing to me that put something on my mind. Mm. They didn't say nothing to me that drove me to the place that I had to go before God. They didn't say nothing to me that when I got back from the family reunion, I was at work walking around thinking about my cousin, what he said, and I had to go take a bathroom break because it brought tears to my eyes again that I literally said something to somebody that caused them to remember me 50-plus years later because of what came out of my mouth. And I thank God for the boomerang experience for him to say to me, because it's okay. Let it go. I, I love you. That blessed me that after all that time, once he said what he said I did, he ended it with, I love you. And I thank God because he could have said something else. He could have acted a certain way. I, I went to a, a family member's funeral that I heard had passed while we was on the road heading to the family reunion, and that really kind of shook us because, me and my sister, because we were saying when we got there, we would love to go by and see her if we could, but Right after we said that we got a phone call saying that she had passed. And her services was Monday, and I said, all that had fell in place. And when I went to the funeral, and, and, and I hope I'm not making nobody mad, but I'm giving the devil notice, he got to go. The air was so thick. I love my family. Again, if there's anyone else, whether you see this or it's shared, or you, somebody shared with you or tell you, if I said anything to you or did anything, please, please, please say something. As Minister Mark will say, God requires us to forgive. I want to be forgiven. And I want to forgive. I could not believe that I was witnessing some things and I heard some things and I just say, God, I'm not going to ask how we got here. My question is, how do we get from here? When we say we P-R-A-Y-I-N-G, I want them to mean we are P-R-A-Y-N-G. Don't P-L-A-Y-N-G. I don't want it with the capital letters or the small cap. I want us to pray on purpose for real. We had our 61st family reunion where it started out with our grandmother, Molly Brown Seabury, and our grandfather, George Seabury, and their children. I am the part of the third generation, and if I'm not mistaken, we're down to the seventh and eighth generation of Molly and George Seabury. And I know that my grandmother and my aunties and uncles and my parents prayed for us to be blessed to the hundredth generation. Now, I'm not talking about anybody that have not been raised with us. You know, the family know what I mean by that. I'm talking about the ones that fall under the uh, Sinclair 
Seabury's Brown Banner. When I looked and saw that it was not a lot of family from the other states, um, we only had Tennessee, Chicago, Cleveland, well, I'm going to say, yeah, Cleveland, and uh, Texas was there, uh, and Michigan. I'm going to say a couple from Michigan. They was there. I want the Seabury's to reconnect. Um, my sister, apostle like Dr. Celia Kaiser, sent out a request to family members to join in for the month of November to celebrate the November's birthday. I could have jumped on it and did it for the month of October, but you know what? That's what God put on her heart to do. So I'm going to let her lead off with this, and maybe for next year God will touch my heart to join ahead. But see, it's not time for us to be looking for the captain of the ship because we're sitting at a round table. Uh-huh. We, we're not trying to do something different. We're trying to do something to bring us together. Please accept the friendship of the request for the invite. If you know any other Seabury's, Brown, Sinclair, even if they were the ladies, you know, we our names change once we get married. If you know anybody that's under that banner, I don't know if this, uh, you know, I don't want to call out the different names that change because people get mad if you didn't call a name. I may not know your last name. So if you are in the battle of Seabury, Brown, Sinclair, whether you are George Seabury's uh, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, or you his brothers, Robert or uh, Joseph, any of his brothers, Rabbit one of any Seabury, any Brown, whether it's Dan Brown people from Michigan or anybody else or the Sinclair's from Joliet, Illinois, them, them the ones that I know, that's why I'm calling them out. Please join in. You know, we try to pull in our nieces and nephews, greats and uh, um family. Y'all, let's get this thing corporately done. Let's get this thing corporately pulled back together because, see, when the saints get together, you don't lead the saints. I just want to tell you, thank you all for listening to me. Just, if you pull the love out, if you throw it out there, it's going to boomerang back. Repent. Tell God to forgive you. Ask God to open up this request for the Seabury Browns and Sinclair to come back together to the point that it was when we were children, that when we had a family reunion, you would have thought it was a concert. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, those are the memories I have. I would love for my son to experience that. I would love for my son to know my family like I know my family. I would love for my son to know the Browns and Sinclair. I don't know how we got here, but I want us to work on getting from here. The blood of Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus over my family. I want a boomerang experience of love of my family. I didn't mean to get on here and do this, but if you want something different, you got to do something different. I'm calling on my family. Thank you all for listening on tonight. If there's anyone on Block Talk would like to have the words, please say what you want to say at this time and just be blessed. Amen, amen, amen. I thank God for everything that was typed on Facebook and everything that was said on tonight. And I just want to say one of the things that I love about the love of God, because God is love, is that his love, when you have his love, everything else 
will come into alignment. And I thank God for when Jesus died on the cross, that we didn't have to die on the cross. And when Jesus came from, you know, his heavenly seats, it guarantees us if we, uh, you know, believe in him and, and repent and do the things that he's requiring of us, that we will reign with him. And I thank God for his love. His love isn't a a, a love that you have to uh, pay this or pay that or uh, do this or do that other than confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is the only begotten Son of the Father and that Jesus died on the cross for us and that Jesus is sitting on the right hand of the Father making intercession for us. I thank God that we have a God that loves us so much until all he does is give and give and give and give. I thank God, I thank God, and I thank God for Minister Sylvia's transparency and also for um, the many family members that call in and support her and Prophet Anton on uh, Friday nights. Keep calling in. Keep uh, supporting because many times we want support, but we don't always give it. So let's support Minister Sylvia and Prophet Anton on these Friday nights when they're ministering from their soul and from their spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Apostle Elect, for those words. Is there anyone else on Blog Talk would like to have words right now? Okay, I would like to thank everyone for tuning in on tonight. I would like to thank you all for everything you all have done um, as far as communicating with me on Facebook. I thank you, Deborah. I thank you, Margo. Um, I thank everyone that's uh, just viewing this, whether it's live or if it's um, on a repeat. I thank you for listening live on Blog Talk or you look, listen to it in the archive. I just want to say I just uh, want you all to know that it's never too late to tell somebody if they offended you. Thank you, Margo. Thank you for anyone that shared the video tonight. I just want you all to know that when someone tells you you did something to them, don't take it where that didn't happen. Ask God to open your spirit or your mind of remembrance to remember. He said he threw the sins into sea of forgetfulness that never remember no more. But when somebody tells you they remember something you said to them 50 years ago, that's amazing. Whether it was good or bad, see, most of us want to listen to the good. That wasn't nothing good. But it was good that he forgave me. <laughs> it was good for him to say, let it go, because I love you. And for him to call me and talk to me. And I don't mean we talked for four or five minutes. We talked for a while. And we're going to set up a relationship that we're going to act like we've been hanging out all the, all the time. Okay. Go back. If you know you hurt somebody's feelings, go back. Go back. It may cause a change to come over their life. See, some of us did some things when we were children. We may have forgot or we remember, but we don't want to say nothing because we hope they forget. But I'm telling you right now, if you did something to hurt somebody, whether it's verbally, physically, emotionally, financially, don't forget. They didn't forget. Because now out of change, you know you ain't forgot. Just because they ain't said nothing don't mean you don't say nothing. Say something. Say something. Help somebody get set free. And at the same time, it may set you free. So I'm just speaking some things in my life that I am more than an overcomer. 
I am delivered. I'm set free. I'm everything that God says I am. A year from today, I want to be in a place in God that when I see you, God already told me I was going to see you and what to say to you when I see you. I will, that may sound funny, but that's how I want to be in God. I want to be so powerful and anointed in God that I can't do nothing but say, God told me to pick up the phone and call me. Or God has somebody text you or email you and say, give me your number. Hey, our cousin, Sasha, thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in. I, I just thank God because if that young man hadn't said that to me, I know I was going to see God this week, but I don't, I don't know if I would have saw God on that level because, I mean, that thing, mm, I'm asking God to touch everybody like he said. I'm asking God to put a Holy Ghost uh, a rest on you because that young man blessed me to let me know, you say that, you say it like it's just a pastime. Well, baby, when they tell you people hold on to stuff, good or bad, ask God for your boomerang experience. Huh. It ain't just a movie with Eddie Murphy, baby. I had a boomerang experience, and I thank God for it. I thank God for it. I thank God for it because that made me know, baby, hmm, you got some work you need to do on yourself. Hmm, see, that's me on my. A lot of us think we didn't rise. I've rose. I've rose to the place that I need to say, God, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh, Lord. I'm still asking for forgiveness for 50 years ago. So if I got to do it, I could only imagine what you got to do. Lord, I thank you, and I ask you to cover us all tonight, God. Let us all go to sleep with a yearning in our heart to want to please you even more. Let us all go to sleep, God, for a yearning in our heart to want to be forgiven to forgive them, for, forgive those. God, I'm asking you to minister to us in our sleep. Bring back some things we've done in the past that have changed somebody's life. God, don't let it be too late. Don't let it be too late. Let them receive what we say. Oh, God, I just ask you right now, thank you for it not being too late for that young man. I don't want to say his name because I, don't want, I want to protect the innocent. But everybody at the family reunion know who it is. I just want to tell you all, ain't nothing like asking somebody to forgive you when they say, yes, the burden that comes off you, and you may not even be aware that it's there. The burden came off me for one person to say, I receive the diagnosis. I forgive you. Our scripture that we stand on on this small three iron shopping iron is, Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Mm. We love y'all with the love of the Lord. Ain't nothing you can do about it. All I want to just say is, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just want to say thank you, Lord. You've been so good. You've been so good. You've been so good. I just want to thank you, Lord. God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Don't forget, come back Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with our very own apostle, like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser. She will be ministering. For those that's on their way to work, that's on their way to church, for those that's coming at home from church or prayer, whatever, tune in for Dr. Uh, Cecilia Kaiser, possibly like on Blog Talk. That's 310, let me say the number because I'm a little call up today. Yeah, I had to write 310-861-2354 with Dr. Cecilia, possibly like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser. Minister Sheila Kaiser, Minister Brandon Kaiser, Minister Margo McCord. And on Monday night, I want you all to tune in for Monday night. 
this will be uh oh shoot now. Uh oh. We got a special guest this Monday. If I'm not mistaken, it's Minister Margot McCor. She will be this Monday, the third Monday of the month. We will be listening to Minister Margot McCord. Now let God put something else on her heart because Minister Margot have different ministers that she features on her uh, third uh, Monday. That will be at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And next Friday will be Prophet Antoine Thomas' turn to minister at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I know that man of God got something for you, 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 and me. He is going to bless us. We're going to see what God has for him. Thank you, Cousin Kamita, for tuning in from Las Vegas. I appreciate you so much for listening in. I want you all to go to sleep on tonight with a praise on your tongue, with a praise in your heart. And ask God to reveal to you and to others that have been altered, I'll put it like that, with their perception of you and give them the words to say to you that you offended them or maybe that they you blessed them. So however God uh, release it, receive it, and do what God needs you to do. But repent, you all. Repent and go back to our Father. Our earthly father, which is God. Our heavenly father, which is God. I know a lot of y'all say, well, my earthly, yeah, we know he gave us daddy, the father that raised us, but in the spirit realm. Let God be your father on earth as it is in heaven, okay? Good night, everyone. That's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.